the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to What's the Score, a series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida's small business and entrepreneurs. Donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. Now, here's Christopher Hart and Rich Jekyll. Hello again and welcome to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. And when the studio with me today is none other than the award-winning Rich Jekyll. <laughs> How you doing, Rich? Hello, Christopher Heart of Hearts. Uh, Do you know what today is? What is today? Happy Vegan Day. Happy Vegan Day. It Happy is. Vegan it's Day to vegan you, day. Too. All right. I am the host of the American Adversaries radio show, Christopher Hart. And we are here to discuss great things that are going on over at SCORE. And there's always something going on over at SCORE. And uh, because Veterans Day is just about upon us, uh, we're going to dedicate this show to our veterans here in our community Amen. and, of course, all across right. our country. And, uh, of course, Rich is a veteran. Yep. Uh, Air Force. Civil War. Yeah. And uh, which side were you on? No, never mind. Never mind. Uh, and uh, but before we get to that, uh, we just once again want to remind you that score is a great opportunity. If you are an entrepreneur or thinking about being an entrepreneur out there to get the real scoop from the people who have had to shovel the poop. You might say. Whoa. <laughs> wow. The people who make have, a rhyme anytime. There you go. The folks who have been through the school of hard knocks. And there to help mentor you and keep you from having to do the same thing. And uh, it's all there just for the asking. These are great volunteers over there, and uh, they provide great mentorship. And whatever your need is, they'll have someone who knows something about it, maybe somebody who knows exactly all about it. Yeah. Because right now there's over five dozen volunteers here in Central Florida. Yeah, just about. Mm-hmm. From all walks of life. And uh, all industries. It's amazing. It is indeed. So uh, once again, if you're an entrepreneur, think you want to be an entrepreneur, know someone who is an entrepreneur, make sure they know about SCORE and what they have there to offer. And there's no obligation. You can take as little or as much as you can take. Exactly. (laughs) And And it's the big F word. It is absolutely free. free. That's right. Just for the asking. And it's easy to go over there and just say hello. If you just you're still a little, you know, curious uh, just drop in over there, unannounced, if you like, at the uh, SCORE office in the National Entrepreneur Center, which is located in the Fashion Square Mall. And by you, you will actually find live people there. That's right. Can you believe that? You won't be talking to a machine. And if you call them on the phone, you'll get the same thing. Same thing. During yep. office hours at 407-420-4844. And the National Entrepreneur Center is located on the west side of Fashion Square, not next to Sears. Just park in that parking garage there and follow the vines on the wall. They and next to J.C. Penney. Exactly. Next to the now defunct right. Sears. Sears. And if, unless we say otherwise, all of the events like the Coffee with the Leader series, the Lunch with the Leader series, the seminars that we talk about and the classes that are held there, even BizFest, unless we say different, they all happen right there at the Entrepreneur Center. Right. Yep. Okay. So it, it's, a, it's a great centralized location. And state-of-the-art classroom facilities for these seminars, for the classes. And, uh, of course, you can go shopping all at the same time. <laughs> I mean, what more can you ask for, right? Yeah, that's what I usually do when I'm there. All right. So, uh, once again, it's 407-420-4844 and in the National Entrepreneur Center in the Fashion Square Mall. And, once again, we want to remind you there are a number of great organizations in there, including the SBA including the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, the right. African-American Chamber of Commerce. SBDC. Yep. And uh, Import-Export. Right. Axion, the they, lenders we've had on. Yep. And they're, they're all there to help the entrepreneurs in our community. And, of course, we'll be having already having an influx of folks coming from the islands. And a lot of them are business people. And, uh, they're you know, they're there for the, to, to be uh, helpful. Yep. So 
Once again, spread the word. And uh, if you'd like to find out about the schedule and the you know the descriptions of the courses, the topics and things, you can go to the website at orlando.score.org. And, of course, that's where you need to register for these. Uh, it's, it's, it really shouldn't just show up and walk in the classroom no. unless you just want to see what how it happens. Unless you want to walk out with no materials. Right. If you want to go home with the full uh, the full Monty, there as you it go. were, you want to go to Orlando.score.org to register or call on the phone. They'll help you do it right there on the telephone, too. Orlando.score.org. And that's where you can also find the archived editions of this here very show. This very show for two and a half years now. Has it been that long? Got it, doesn't it? Yeah, it goes by fast, doesn't it? Uh, okay, so let's get to today's guest. As I said, we're dedicating today's show to our veterans. And uh, the two gentlemen in the studio with me today are both veterans. I am not, but I am the proud uncle of a couple of great fellas who Good have served in the United States Army. One's still in, and uh, the other just recently got out. And uh, so I'd like to welcome to the show today Colonel John C. Burns of Eagle Technical Services. Colonel Burns, thanks for being with us today. Thank you very much. Well, you know, the first thing we usually like to do is, is get a little background on our folks here. So are you from around here? Originally, I'm from Pennsylvania. I grew up uh, southwest Pennsylvania up until uh, the time I went through uh, college. I actually graduated from Washington Jefferson College in uh, Washington, Pennsylvania, and was on an ROTC scholarship, so then I left in 1980, went in the Army. Is that near uh, Johnstown? Uh, it's about two, two, two and a half hours south. Oh, it is. Okay. Southwest of it. It's right uh-huh. in, the, in the southwest corner of Pennsylvania. Okay. Close to Morgantown, West Virginia. So Gotcha. Yeah, so. But I'm a diehard Pittsburgh Steeler fan, so that, that comes from many years ago. <laughs> yeah, that's understandable. So you were so, in the ROTC? I was then... in the ROTC in college, played uh, football and wrestled, and uh, was the oldest of three boys, middle-class working family, uh, two brothers younger than me. I knew, you know, wanted to go to college, so the opportunity came uh, after my first year at college to, to accept an ROTC scholarship. And I uh, went to airborne school when I was actually in college and then uh, commissioned 1980 and went in the Army and uh, spent 20, 20, almost 28 years in the Army. How did you get to go to airborne school well, in it was, college? It was, it was, they uh, usually don't do that. No, it was a January uh, course that we had. It was called intercession. So you could often uh, put together an independent study and then travel somewhere Well, I decided they did a special program that year for RTC cadets across the country. You had to compete, and for three weeks in January, you went to airborne school. So it was my first indoctrination into the Army. Yeah, and why would you jump quite, out of a perfectly it, it, good airplane? Well, many people. My mother asked me that, too. So, But it ended up, uh, it taught me a lot. I mean, it kind of the discipline, the camaraderie, uh, uh, just just that initial month, you know, knowing I still had a year and a half of school to go kind of, I think, made me realize I probably made a smart decision. And then from there, I went on to the 101st uh, Airborne Division, Air Assault, Fort Campbell, Kentucky on the last brigade that was on jump status. And then uh, from there, I was accepted into flight school in 1983. And after a year of flight school, uh, then my first assignment out of flight school was back to an airborne unit, which was the 82nd Airborne at Fort Bragg. But instead so, of jumping out of the aircraft, you know, were I fly flying for other people to jump <laughs> well, yeah, out. Yeah, well, that's true. We did some of that. But we all but all the uh, aviation was on jump status, too. So I we see. actually jumped. You and, had to qualify. Yeah, we had to qualify. Actually, had to be a jump master to be a company commander in 80 seconds. So oh. that was a... Uh, just out of curiosity, real quick, do they still do it the, like you see in the movies where the guys line up and they hook some static, static, static line jump? Line. Static line it jump. Is, it is. Yeah. And it's a lot of history there, and uh, now they kind of go out of the back of, instead of well, out of the side, back right? or the side. Especially yeah. with some of the newer aircraft, like the C seventeen, um, it has uh, tip vortices, so it's a lot easier to go out of the side. But right. you know, you know, everybody said you know, is the airborne concept still valid? And, and and a lot of our recent contingencies have all kicked off with some something, either season an air, airfield or a, or an airhead. To, to start out. So. Mm-hmm. The nephew that I mentioned that just got out of the Army was in 101st, uh, 82nd, Airborne, yeah, yeah. jumped, uh, also went through Ranger training. Absolutely. Yeah. I, was, I was through it in 1981. I remember it quite well. Oh, was, really? I, 
Yeah, a ranger it, training? Yeah, it was part of being in the 101st and infantry okay. brigade. It was these pretty much the, expected. These were the special ops. Yeah, yeah. These are the special yeah, ops still. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then you started flying. What did yeah. you fly? Oh, I flew a very uh, aircraft from uh, Huey's originally to Cobras to scout aircraft, uh, Blackhawks. Uh, had a couple special ops assignments that I flew modified aircraft and and then uh, battalion and brigade task force commander I flew a Blackhawk in that so, you flew a yeah. Blackhawk yeah boy you yeah. your fr- our friend there yeah Colonel. Have, uh, yeah a friend of mine uh, ours is on a regular on my other show Colonel Danny McKnight oh yeah uh, <laughs> you and I served together <laughs> yeah is that right in, in Hawaii and. Yeah, it was like ninety two, ninety three. I run into right. him a lot here. So. Do you good? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll make sure I man. tell him I saw great you. Man. But uh, he is indeed. Uh, well, uh, evidently, uh, you 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 started uh, in the army in eighty one. You said a- you were eighty in, nineteen eighty, and, and you were then in twenty years or so. Twenty eight. Yeah, I was. So in, you must I, have flown through some yeah. in some action. Well, I did, and um, uh, Kosovo and Bosnia in the late nineties, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, I forgot. Panama about that. in ninety, early ninety. And then was in McKnight Iraq. was in Panama. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Was in Iraq and uh, Afghanistan 2003 to 2004. I wasn't flying then. I was in a headquarters job as uh, chief of operations that ran the theater army command post in Kuwait and then in, in uh, Iraq. And, and then we would also responsible for a lot of uh, what was going on in Afghanistan. Too. So it was kind of like awesome. the whole, whole awesome. Middle West. We're speaking with Colonel John C. Burns. He's now the president and CEO of Eagle Technical Services. We'll Eagle get, Six. Eagle, no, Eagle Technical Services. The website is Eagle Six USA. Yeah. And um, I'm sorry, Eagle Six Technical Services. You're right. I missed it there. Um, and he, once again, he, he, he's filling us in on a quite distinguished career and uh, heroic, I might add. And thanks, Thank you. you know, uh, for, for what you've service. done. Yes. And... The your your flying career uh, was primary, primarily primarily hel- helicopters. It's all helicopters. Do you, yeah. Can you still? I mean, do you have like a license? Well, I still have an FA license for a category. You know, Did you ever class get the itch one. just to go out and take them no, off for a while? Well, I, I, I've had some medical <laughs> issues that's kind of prevented me from oh, okay. flying I, the last 10 years. I see. I've that. always been uh, fascinated with flying the helicopter because yeah, you, you, you're sort of like a drummer. You got oh, all your, your feet, but you got to be doing different things and your it hands. Uh, yeah, but once, you know, once you kind of got it down, you know, if I was away like a three-year non-flying assignment and then come back, I mean, you'd go to a new aircraft. But I think once you got the basic air sense, then... You know, you could pick up the particular, uh, and, and mo- most of the aircraft now are very modernized. I mean, um, systems that we really didn't have back in the early 80s. 80s. Uh, we were flying a lot of night systems in the beginning with night vision goggles, That the the goggles now are, you know, so much better. Far more superior. Absolutely. Okay, we have to take a break. When we come back, Colonel Burns of Eagle Six Technical Services will be here. And we'll tell you how, if you know a veteran or if you are a veteran, you might want to sit down and talk with this fellow for a little while. And, of course, we want to thank Rich, too, for her, his service in uh, the yep. United States Air Force. Right. In intelligence. Right. Yes, I did. I fought the war in Hawaii. All right. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back with more of What's the Score? Okay, we're back. Welcome back to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. And once again, today's show is dedicated to our veterans here in Central Florida in particular, but of course, to all our veterans nationwide in general. I am Christopher Hart, along with Rich Jekyll. We are pleasured, I should say uh, privileged, to be uh, in the studio today with Colonel John C. Burns. His uh, business uh, that he's running today is called Eagle Six Technical Services, and there's something to that Eagle Six. Right. The name. The name was, uh, it was my call sign when I was a battalion commander in Germany, and it kind of was a, was a great time in my life, and, you know, and it was, uh, I think when I was getting ready to start the company, you know, the military values uh, that I had in the military were kind of what I formed as company. Uh, the discipline. The uh, discipline. Uh, 
camaraderie, things like that. So yeah. I was looking for something that would kind of capture, you know, what the vision and the values uh, were. And, and, you know, Eagle Six was kind of the Well, you got one. it. Yeah, it was. It <laughs> you was. Got it. it was. So. Well, b- before we get to your, your business career, your post-Army career, you flew both transport and attack helicopters. Yeah, is that I correct? Did. And yeah. you also reconnaissance and reconnaissance, and then uh, the special operations aircraft were a modified uh, version of both. So you were like the elite of the pilots. Uh, well, uh, yeah, I've been I've been blessed to, to have seen a, a, a lot of different variations in the army i'll kind of leave it at that well i'm just trying to, you must be a very good pilot in other words so if i ever have to go up in a helicopter at least i'd like you along for the ride right <laughs> make you. sure the guy's doing everything right up there uh colonel burns uh when you got out of the army uh you were discharged uh, did you immediately go into business or what did you no, do I, I retired from the army in 2007 and took a few months off to uh kind of get things situated for the transition the next chapter of my life and was trying to figure out you know what what whether i wanted to to go into academics uh, i was teaching at the naval war college in newport rhode island when i retired mm-hmm. i had an opportunity to you know to go there and and uh, pursue a phd to teach and then the other option was the business world and and my father was a small business owner when we were growing up and you know i remember some of the challenges that that he had and, and I, I I kind of thrive on challenges. So I, you know, I kind you would of, have been bored. Yeah. I went a different route. The academic. And, yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> I think I made the right choice. That's for sure. What did your dad do? Uh, he owned a uh, Pepsi Cola distributorship for a County in, in Pennsylvania. So, mm. so from probably the time I was 10 or 11 years old, all the way through college, including the last summer before I graduated going to the army, you know, I worked in the in the business, and you know, I would drive trucks, deliver this, deliver that. But you know, it was it was a family owned business, and you know, we all worked in it. My mom was a school teacher, but you know, she did the books at night and stuff. And you now, and he, my father didn't go to college, but you know, he had this passion, uh, you know, to always take challenges on. And I think I learned a lot from him. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I learned a lot, you know, just kind of as I got older, how he did different things, but, you know, it always came down to taking care of people, you know, and he'd always say, if you take care of people, they'll take care of you. Yep. And that was kind of a philosophy he had. And it's something that, that I've definitely kept with mine. Me. Yeah. And it, and it was the same way in the army too, is I had a mentor that told me that earlier in my career, you know, and, and he goes, you know, as long as you take care of the people underneath you. When it really comes down to it, they're going to take care of you, yeah. and uh, and that's kind of one of the philosophies that, you know I had in starting Eagle Six. But but I basically worked for a company in uh, Newport, Rhode Island, that was a Navy submarine research and development company that decided to start an Army business group based on command and control systems, which had kind of been my specialty the last five years of my Army career a lot of digital command and control systems. And so we started the business unit out of that and kind of grew it to a level and um, actually won a contract here in Orlando that that moved me from uh, Rhode Island down here to get it started in 2009. So I've been in Orlando since fall of 2009. And then in 12, I decided, uh, you know, why don't I try it myself? And, and, you know, I parted with my previous company and, you know, and, and very positive way and they were very encouraging at what we were doing so you know that's kind of how it got started first couple years um i was a consultant just to kind of get things going to get some cash flow and and to build things up and then in uh 2014 uh got my first prime contract uh building a 3d virtual model of the new va hospital out here at uh, lake Lake Nona. yeah that's where i go exactly and 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 i do too too. i have great care there so Uh, so you went from flying around in a helicopter to flying around inside a computer. You, yeah. you developed a 3D. <laughs> well, uh, our team developed a 3D model of the VA hospital from the architectural um, and then a virtual game engine. Right. And, and that's how it was created. And we, uh, we this used This would be that. something like you can walk in the front exactly. door and yeah. you, you go upstairs. Yeah. And, all the the and that, that was the idea it was it was to help new veterans uh, use that as they were, and it was also used to kind of train the staff that was moving from the Lake Baldwin oh, smaller yeah, facility yeah, yeah. to a much larger yeah. one. 
allowed them to look at some of their processes and procedures and kind of yeah. smooth. And, and, and I largely, I got that as, as a result of being a VA. The, the VA has a special program called Vets First that gives priority to veteran-owned companies. And, yep. it, it, you know, and that was, that was my start. And after that, you know, I was able to hire four or five veterans on that project. I, I kind of really then kind of decided that instead of consulting, that I would try to grow the business and mainly in the technology field, uh, and that's kind of been my specialty is technology, command and control systems. Um, we're now pretty deep into cybersecurity. We're speaking today with Colonel John C. Burns, retired Army colonel. And he's talking about, I presume you're talking about Eagle Six Technical Services. Yes, sir. This yep. is the business that you started. And uh, by the way, his website is Eagle Six, and that's the number six. Eagle6USA.com. Eagle6 is called, his call sign from Germany, his assignment in Germany. Eagle6USA.com. And if you would like to email John directly, Colonel Burns, you can go, send it to John Burns at Eagle6USA.com. John Burns with a U, of course. John Burns at Eagle6USA.com. And uh, you. You, you got you got the nice contract with it was the, the, yeah, the VA, yeah, and, the VA. Yeah. and uh, I see on your card that you say uh, you're providing services to train, support, and care for today's war fighters by employing yesterday's war fighter. Do you, uh, in other words, hire you, veterans? You, 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 you prioritize veterans? Yeah, but yeah. I'm a, a veteran hiring preference. Eighty five percent of the company is all veterans so it's something you know i take great pride in so i'm an active recruiter of uh, veterans and i kind of look at some of their military skills that i know they had and then try to do that translation into the business world um a lot of them come with clearances we do a lot of uh, security clearances top, top secret projects so that that's a that's a very plus for a business owner and then depending on what their career field may have been you know, I can kind of see if I've if the skills they have kind of translate into the kind of work we're doing, um, and, and in, in a lot of cases, uh, you know, that's that's one of the things that really attracts me to the veterans is they, they have this unique skill set from their military days, but in the same time, I kind of know um, the business piece of them. I know the values they have. I know the work ethic they have. I know the determination they have. Just because. You know, I think it's one of the things that you learn in the military, and and I've kind of used that and translated that into the into the business world. And you know, and and and, and you know, it, it, when you get out of the military and go into the civilian world, it's very scary. Uh, the transition is is it's it's a whole different scary. life, absolutely. But absolutely. You, you've kind of touched on a couple of things I'd like to hi- like you to highlight because you mentioned a while ago that. Uh, during your flight flight career, the, the the equipment, the helicopters got more sophisticated. Absolutely. But so have our warfighters. They've gotten a lot more sophisticated. Uh, you were able to go from flying helicopters to doing 3D Entrepreneurship. Imagery. Yeah, right. I mean, that's the cutting edge of, you know, high-tech <laughs> well, stuff. it is. And, 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 and so what I'm, I'm trying to say is the warfighters today, believe you me, are very familiar with computers Drones, yep. you name it, they know it because they have to deal with it in today's army and, and the today's military. They are, yep. and that's so true. Um, some of the things that we're doing on just handheld devices now, five years ago, we didn't even do that. Yeah. I mean, the technology is, and I think our biggest challenge in the business world is technology is so fast that you 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 often can't keep up. You struggle to keep up with it, and and that's part of if. Um, my attraction of pulling in the guys on the digital command and control systems that we're doing now, because so many of them have been out there on the ground, know what's going on and they can take that knowledge they had and then ingest it into some of the, some of the command and control systems we're doing And and cybersecurity is another big area for us. Um, and largely it's been over the last year and a half that we've grown to that. We've, we've been able to, to get some folks that have come out of the military with some unique skill sets in, in cybersecurity and kind of build that capability. I mean, that to me is one of the biggest challenges our country has right now is, is the, is the cyber threat from people that are trying to, 
level the playing field on us, so to say. When I was in in 64 in intelligence, uh, our equipment was teletype machines. That was it. Absolutely. And it was so slow, and you just had to keep reading because it was in crypto a lot of it, which is the highest security thing you can get. And my God, it was just slow. You'd see a beginning of a message and go, oh, man. Oh, absolutely. I mean, a lot of Look the, how far they've come. Yeah. Um, I mean, when we were in Bosnia and Kosovo in the late 90s, our um, air tra- tasking order that came to the aviation units that had all the airspace actually got hand-delivered to you because they couldn't transmit it over what we had then. Now we yeah, can get these can things secure, sent to you anywhere right. in the world secure on a on a handheld device. Right. I mean, it's just... Crypto stuff? Uh, certain levels. Certain oh, levels. Okay. Certain levels. We're speaking today with Colonel John C. Burns. He's president and CEO of Eagle Six Technical Services. You can visit them at Eagle Six. That's the number six, Eagle Six USA. You can email John at johnburns at eagle6usa.com, eagle6usa.com. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk more about uh, his employing uh, veterans and the advantages to that. And he's also very involved in some of the goings-on over at SCORE. Yeah, yeah. CEO is chief everything officer <laughs> in a small company. Uh, is that right, John? It's, that's correct. Maybe a small company, but it sounds like they're doing big things. Yeah. All right, so uh, once again, uh, Colonel John C. Burns will be back with us here in just a moment of Eagle 6 USA, eagle6usa.com, that is. And don't forget to like us on Facebook. That's hey. SCORE Orlando on Facebook. Yeah, give us a thumbs up. That's right. And in the meantime, we'll be right back with more of What's the Score? That she's back in the atmosphere with drops of Jupiter in her Okay, welcome back to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. And boy, do we have a winning combination in the studio with me today. Yeah, man. I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show, along with Rich Jekyll of Score, retired U.S. Air Force, and Colonel John C. Burns, retired Army, in the studio with me today. And Colonel Burns is now involved with Eagle Six Technical Services, a company that he started and it, it's with computer technology, cybersecurity, this sort of thing. And I, I, you, you started it out on the lamb, so to speak. I, you, you didn't have much. A limb. Yeah. Way out on a limb. Well, it was in 2012 when I started. It was just as a consultant doing business development for companies interested in doing But you were by yourself. By, by myself the first two years. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, and, and, and during those two years, I, I spent a lot of time going to places like SCORE, the Small Business Development Center. To How'd kind you of, find out about SCORE? Please. I found out about SCORE through another colleague who had, who had started a company a couple of years before. You know, and, and I says, okay, so when you first got started, you know, what did you do? And, and right away he says, look, you need to go to the National Entrepreneur Center. SCORE is there. Um, small business development center. So I started going to score to the coffees, the lunches, um, some of the evening programs because I was working during the day. I went to an evening program three and a half years ago that taught me how to develop a business plan. And from that session, then I developed my first business plan for the company. Um, I've gone to a lot of financial uh, uh, events there. Yeah. Seminars and stuff like that. So, so I, I think my, my advice is to someone that thinks they have an idea that they want to start is take that idea and go and talk to people at, yep. at SCORE. Go to talk to people that have been in business for a while and, and kind of flesh out that idea before you go off. Because, um, you know, the first couple, three years are critical. A lot, a lot of companies don't make it through those first couple of years. And if you can get through that first couple of years and then get some traction, get some growth, you'll be really good. But a lot of times score advisors have been there before and have had similar circumstances and they can help provide some advice and counsel on how to get through a particular problem. The uh, I just went through and read some statistics here in the last week. It's currently the failure rate within three years is 63% yeah. of yeah. small businesses. Yeah, And I've seen that. I mean, just some contemporaries that have started and, and for one reason or another didn't oh, yeah. get through that critical yeah. I think one of the real challenges 
you have is access to capital. To grow, you need money. And because you're, you know, a two or three year company and, you know, really have established, it's very hard to get that. Yes. So cash flow and, you know, and making payroll every two weeks. Uh, I had high ventures several times last yeah. year doing that until you can kind of, um, you know, get, get, uh, established credit, you know, in a relationship with a banker. I think that's yeah, you know, it's huge. your relationship with your yeah, banker is probably huge. one of your, you definitely need access to capital yeah. one way or another. Um, and of course, most people start off with their own capital. Absolutely. Uh, and, but usually at some point you need to transition yeah. and of course you need to show that you're worthy of the, the risk. Sure. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but you know, that statistic is, it's not unusual. I mean, that's not out of no. the ordinary. Which is why it, it's so important that you, you don't just go into this blindly because you want to give yourself the best chance you can. And that's where going to score and getting a little advice, maybe a little schooling like you Absolutely. did, uh, really gives you an advantage to beat those odds. Yeah. Because uh, if you get past those first couple or three, then the odds begin to turn severely in your favor. That's right. correct. So it's, right. it's, you know, it's like you said, it's those first couple, three years. It's the, it's the crucial time, whether whether it's really going to thrive or, you know, it, it, it never makes it out of the greenhouse. Absolutely. Right. And that's and, what we do at, at SCORE is uh, the first three years is critical, as you say. And why do businesses fail during those first three years? Right. And that's what we do at SCORE is teach you why businesses fail. Right. Absolutely. So you can avoid those uh, pitfalls. Yeah. So it definitely paid off for you. Oh, it paid off for me, you know, in spades. And I still go back and, you know, and because I believe this as a veteran entrepreneur, as any entrepreneur, every day is a learning day. You know, you're going to learn something new every day. And, and, and I think that organization really helps you connect back when you do have a, a challenge. And, and, you know, and, and, and there's always something new that comes about. And it's often, you know, I like to get as many different thoughts on an issue as a time, you know, to make a good decision. And, mm-hmm. and I always, you know, have reached out to several of the advisors that I've had from the very beginning. And another um, initiative we're having in terms of veteran-owned businesses, we've created in 2012 the Florida Association of Veteran-Owned Businesses. It's kind of like the Chamber of Commerce for Veteran-Owned Businesses here. Really, in, I did here not in Orlando. know that. Oh. Yeah, and and we, you know we really think that there can be some real opportunities that veteran businesses can network together. Um, next year, we're going to go to the Florida legislative session and attempt to to create a program in the state like you have on the federal side that three yeah. percent set aside to veteran-owned Better businesses own. to yeah. kind of open up open up those channels. When for, do you meet? Yeah, uh, we, saying, we and, meet and how once, can somebody join? Yeah. Well, we, we can go to our our website, which is uh, favob.org, uh, Florida Association Veteran-Owned Businesses.org, and it has uh, membership and sign up. We have board meetings once a month. Matter of fact, a week uh, from tomorrow on the 10th, we're sponsoring a congressional breakfast at the Citrus Club here in Orlando, where uh, representatives Murphy, Demings, and Soto are going to come and talk to the veteran-owned businesses and allow us to have a dialogue with them. We need to be invited yeah, to absolutely. that. Absolutely, yeah. That and, and, we'll, right. and we'll, 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 we'll uh, through our website and our uh, Facebook, um, we've got um, you know the link to go to sign up. But right. we're really looking. This was the first time we've done that. Um, uh, but but it's our attempt from our group the better known businesses here in florida to kind of kind of press an agenda for in terms of that because sometimes small business just needs that one opening for yeah. me that one opening was that va contract in 2014 yeah. that kind of just opened that door a little bit so what we're trying to do is create those business opportunities set asides for veteran owned businesses that they can get that break to really kind of launch off and, and do that yeah and, and the startup period is really absolutely. really Bleak, hard on the yeah. on the uh, business person, and then in, you know, as part of the upcoming Veterans Day, um, uh, we're we're a part of the the Veterans Day parade on Saturday in or- Orlando, and then right following that at Ace Cafe, which is um, not that far from downtown, we're having our Veterans Day celebration. We've got a band coming in, 
uh, cool. a poker run. Uh, there's a casino night on Friday night. So this year we're kind of kicking it off that congressional breakfast Friday morning and continuing it all the way through Saturday. Oh, the cool. Congress, so, Congress people yeah. are going to go in on a poker run with Well, you? I, who knows? Eh? <laughs> uh, um, so, and that's at the Ace Cafe? Ace Cafe, yeah. Right after the parade. Right after the parade. And on last Saturday the, the 11th. Yeah, I'll have band, everything. So it should be a, should be a good time. So we're awesome. partnering with Ace Cafe. All right, and, and so we were just mentioning uh, that there is now an association of veteran-owned businesses that if you're a veteran-owned business, Absolutely. you can join and team up with other folks like yourself so you'll have a louder voice in our system. That's F-A-V, as in... Uh, Victor, yeah. Okay, uh, owned businesses, thank you. And uh, that's .org, F-A-V-O-B dot org. Um, once again, we're speaking with Colonel John C. Burns, and he has his own business that he has started, Eagle Six Technical Services. You mentioned uh, that you you prioritize the hiring veterans. Uh, you are taking advantage of something that a lot of employers are have been a little slow to realize, and that mm-hmm. is that these will be great employees if you give them a chance. Absolutely. And they they can deal with the modern day technical things. They do, they do, and and like a lot of the service members that have that have just come out. I mean, some of them have been to war. I mean, they they right. they have been through a, a lot in their lifetime, right? And their short lifetime. But the, there's something about them, um, just the way they carry themselves, the values that they hold, uh, the respect that they show, the teammate concept. Um, I mean, I have very little, if any, issues with any of those in terms of how they do their job. See, the, I was watching a special on, on our returning war heroes, our veterans, and one of the things that happens when they transition out, as you said, it can be very difficult, is that they don't find, many of them, that camaraderie, that teamwork, that sense of oneness with a team that they had in the military, where it was obviously very important. And I would think that a, a business that is aware of that can use that to their advantage, that these are people who are willing to really be hard teamwork individuals. They're used if, to it. If yeah. Exactly. If you can give them that purpose, right. that, that reason to, to be in that team, to be mm-hmm. on that team. And what we've it tried, seems like that's what you're kind of oh, doing. Oh, it is. In, in, in the whole central Florida, Orlando area, and the technology base that we're trying to grow from here, we have you know all the services have their modeling, simulation, and training out in the research park area of, of UCF. We've got yeah. the medical city that's starting to... I mean, Orlando has the potential, along with Tampa, to really pull those veterans into this area, the VA services here, brand new VA hospital, but the job opportunity. So we're working with a number of organizations to try to create a veteran pipeline with technology into the central Florida area. Mm. These are high paying jobs. So, you know, it's real opportunities for them. Uh, Career Source Central Florida is another organization that we partner with for for my company. They provide that uh, veteran pipeline of potential recruits uh, that are that want to come to the Orlando area and then kind of match their skill set up with um, do you with have, whatever jobs that we have do you have vets come to you with resumes and you th- and you look at it and you say well you know I, you don't really have what I'm looking for but I know somebody who oh, does. absolutely yeah like if they come and they have a construction background or something like that you know I had two or three fellow members of Favob that are are in that or and the same thing happens to me. Sometimes I get resumes passed to me from someone that really doesn't at that time have a need and and send it to me to say, you know, to see whether I did. Because there's a very good network of veteran owned businesses here in Orlando, especially in the technology area. And we kind of all work together to kind of fill different vacancies and depending on on the contract at the time. Yeah. But but I think so, there's a lot of promise for Orlando uh, in terms of uh high technology and, and, and be in a place where veterans can come to and really thrive. So if you're a veteran just out or know someone who's getting out soon, make sure they know about this network that they need to get involved in, whether a business owner or just looking for a job, because this is Absolutely. the place that, to start. 
Okay, and uh, we have to take one more break. When we come back, once again, Colonel John C. Burns of Eagle Six Technical Services will still be with us, and we hope you will be too for more of What's the Score? Hey, welcome back to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination. Do we ever have a winning combination in the studio today? Colonel John C. Burns of Eagle Six Technical Services and Rich Sergeant, J- Sergeant, Sergeant Rich Jekyll right. of, of uh, the United States Staff Air Sergeant, Force. Right. And uh, just proud American and thankful American that we have such great uh, individuals like these guys, Christopher Hart. And, you know... Uh, Colonel Burns has named his business Eagle Six Technical Services because Eagle Six was his call sign in Germany, I believe you said. Well, the call sign around here is AM660, the answer, FM 105.5, 1520, WBZW. And those call signs are here to help you get your message out, just like the Colonel is doing today, just like SCORE has been doing week in and week out with this show. And it's working because more and more people know about SCORE and everything they have to offer over there. Uh, and by the way, their classrooms are always full over mm-hmm. there and, uh, people are constantly coming up saying, yeah, I heard about y'all on score. Uh, what's the score? And, uh, so if you'd like to take advantage of getting your message out to the people you want to hear it, you know, and have to send it to everybody, you, yeah, you go, target market, target market. Well, here in Orlando, the Salem media group has four great, four great radio stations ready to help you get that message to your market. The best way to find out how to do that and how to efficiently do that is to call Bill Files at 407-618-1760. Bill is the station manager here, and he can help explain uh, just how radio is still one of the most effective means of advertising there is. That's 407-618-1760. Did you know that some 95% of Americans will listen to their radio at some point this week, I next did week, not know that. every week. Oh my God. And that this type radio format, they call it news talk, which is what we do on these stations, is the most listened to radio format. So if you want to tap into that, call Bill, 407-618-1760. Tell them that Dr. Jekyll and, and Mr. <laughs> Dr. Hart Jekyll sent you. and Mr. Hart. There you go. All right. Uh, Rich, you wanted to ask Colonel Burns something. No, I wanted to uh, make a statement. It oh. sounds like you were the, at this uh, Veterans Business Initiative exactly. over the past couple of weeks that we were at. Yep. Yep. And the VA was there. And uh, this well, is. Well, go ahead and explain well, what it is. I, I got involved in it uh, two years ago when I was invited there. Um, we had won uh, the VA contract, so I was yeah. looking for people, and so um, it, it's a it's a great opportunity for folks that just came out of the right. military to right. go to polish up on their resume, and then have the opportunity over a series of five or six weeks. Right. Usually, two to three companies will come and do individual interviews. So I probably interviewed seventy five veterans really? through this. Uh, opportunity yeah. and did you hire any? I ha- actually have hired three. Three uh, were hired two years ago. Uh, last year, I got an HR consultant that had come out of out of uh, this course. She wasn't looking for full time. Finished her master's. It was a great hire. Was a, um, so the quality of the people yeah. that I have, have have been really really good. And you know, and you get to talk to them about what it's like this transition because I've been through it myself. And you can kind of, you know, do a little coaching and stuff as, as you're interviewing. But but it is a great program, um, and I will continue to look at it in terms of, you know, uh, a, a venue for hiring in the future. Real, real quick, that that's the one that happens like every three months, isn't it? Twice uh, a year. Twice, twice a year, year, twice a year. right. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, what an opportunity, though. Yeah. My God. Oh, and the companies that they get in, even for me as a small company, you know, be on the same day as the VA or, or yeah. Disney or something like that. You know, I get a, I get to help build relationships yeah. out of that too. Which you know, it's, that's one thing in the business world. You always want to 
network and build relationships because you don't know where that can lead to in the future. By the way, if you want to know about these things beforehand, go to Orlando.score.org and Ooh, sign up yes, there. Yes, right. Sign up there. You'll get alerts yep. and, and bulletins and things sign of this nature. Sign up for the newsletter. The newsletter. You'll know everything that's going on right. ahead of time so that you can take advantage of it. And there, as I said, there's always something going on over at the National Entrepreneur Center and with SCORE. Yeah. And I like the way you termed it uh, during one of the breaks. You called the, the Entrepreneur Center uh, a gold mine. Gold mine. Underneath it there. The, it, it is. It's just for Because all the organizations. Oh, they're, are. they're all under one roof. Um, you, you know, it, it seems like uh, there's so much activity going on there. There's so many opportunities we've had. Small Business Administration come down and, and mm-hmm. talk, there's about 120 of us there that talked about the new all small uh, regulation that's mm-hmm. coming out. Um, it's BizFest. I, I, I try to go to that. I mean, all those opportunities to network and meet other people um, in the business world, you, you don't know, you know, where that that potential opportunity could lead to future business. It's and critical it to is. small it business. Is. It is. And, and that's something... And- that's something that, you know, as veterans are starting to move out to the world, that's a skill I think they've, they've got to learn because it they've is a different opportunity. Right. And you got, you've got to, you know, um, you've got to be able to get out, talk to people in those kind of env- yeah. environments and, and, you know, just feel confident getting out there. The VA and... Go ahead. I was going to say, by the way, we're speaking with Colonel John C. Burns of Eagle Six Technical Services. His website is Eagle Six, the number six usa.com you can email him there at john burns at eagle six usa.com and that's his business and if you want to get involved in the network send him a resume or something go to him there but if you already have a, a business and you're a veteran consider joining the association of veteran owned businesses by going to favob that's f-a-v as in victor o-b favov.org and uh, please do take advantage of that and all the great things that we're doing around here. You wanted to say something. Yes, I wanted to say that the VA was at this uh, seminar thing for the Veterans Veterans yep. Business Initiative, and they have over 500 yeah. current openings for employees, new employees. Yeah. Now, that in and of itself, my God. Oh, absolutely. To get that opportunity. Yeah. And the, and the VA is very good about hiring veterans. If yeah. you go to the clinic, um, about everybody yeah. you see there will have their service uh, lanyard around their neck right. and, and, yeah. or their pin. So, I mean, they take, I mean, they, they take they, pride. They do. They I, really I, do. I would think that that would be very comforting to know if you're a veteran and you go oh, and you got other veterans absolutely. in there taking care of you, given what has happened. Um, but uh, also, I want to talk about cybersecurity for another minute or two before we get out of here, because... You say that you're you're getting more and more involved in getting it? deeper and deeper into cyber because security. of the demand is going the up. demand is going up and I think uh, the targets are going up in terms of you know um, nation states and and criminal in terms of trying to get people's personal information that can be used to. Uh, for, for for financial gain. It seems like nobody's immune. Nobody is immune. Nobody is immune. And, and, and I think over time, we're going to see this continue to increase. And I think, you know, in terms of what we're trying to do from a business perspective is go in and take look at an organization's uh, setup, do a baseline assessment of that setup, see where they stand, and then kind of recommend how they can shore up their defense Direction. because the yep. real financial loss Equifax is a prime example of that is if you don't do that up front, the financial uh, resources that are going to be paid out down the road far, right. far outweigh that initial investment. The impact do, on the business. Yeah. yeah. Do you see a time when the corporations of pretty much all sizes, especially medium to large corporations have a cybersecurity department much as oh, they yeah. have an HR department? Oh, now? Absolutely. I mean, the large companies do and we're even you know and predominantly in the small and medium businesses will you will rely on um maybe some outside companies to do that but almost all fortune you know they're so deep into the financial right now uh that that it is in fact uh the information security is a is another potential department they use but as you said, uh, many people who are coming out of the military have particular oh, experience already yeah, in dealing do. with this because the military has been dealing with it 
Absolutely. Since the beginning of the Internet. Yeah. And, and, and I many, mean, this is nothing new. It's just more no, intense. It's very it's it's intense. And the techniques that are being used right now by using technology uh, are far more than. And, and you talk about the expansion of technology in terms of techniques that are being used to penetrate. It changes every day. Mm-hmm. And and so you, you've got to stay on top of it up front. Um, you know, the patching of the networks is critical. Um, but, but, you know, that's, that's, that's an area that we're going to, that we see a, a, a real growth going forward and from both the medical or from the, both the government side, but also the commercial side, especially in the healthcare, um, we're kind of targeting small doctor's offices, surgical centers that really yeah. are very vulnerable because right, of some right. of the, High the violations and of the HIPAA information that's been taken from them so uh you know it, it is a growth area there's no doubt about it and i think it'll only get more and more intense so. as right. we go well you yeah. know i was just going to say that that as sophisticated as we get in our system somebody's going to hack it. absolutely and so it's a constant constant change it's a constant evolution oh, that's not yeah. going to go away no. yeah when i was a kid well, my aunt she used to work out here at enron and they oh, yeah. made fuses out there. And uh, she used to uh, tell me, you study lasers. Lasers is where it's going to be. And I guess now she was you right. can say cybersecurity is where it's going to be. <laughs> That's yep. true. Because, uh, you know, as you said. Exactly. And, and another thing for veterans is, uh, depending on kind of uh, uh, disability they may have, the VA has a number of programs that, that train them and, and, and they can get their certifications. Yeah. So as they're coming out and they're taking advantage of that as an employer, I'm looking at that, you know, and, and if I can get someone who's already has those skills yeah. uh, that the VA's helped them get as part of their service to this country, right, they should right. take full advantage of that. Because yeah. well, we had clearances coming out. Absolutely. Yeah. Clearances yeah. was the other thing that, right. that right. really makes a so, veteran very attractive. So right. hiring a veteran, you get all kinds of advantages. Absolutely. Yes. This is the bottom line. And we are dedicating this show to veterans. And by the way, that was Dayron where she worked and not Enron. <laughs> uh, anyway, I want to thank you gentlemen both for your service to our country. And, of course, uh, for what you're doing for veterans now and, Rich, what you do also for the the score. So, John, Colonel John C. Burns, President and CEO of Eagle Six Technical Services. You can email him at johnburns at eagle6, the number six, usa.com. And don't forget, if you are a veteran and you already own a business or want to start your own business, you need to join the Association of Veteran-Owned Businesses. And you can do that by going to FAV, as in Victor ob.org favob.org and please don't forget to like us on facebook yeah That's thumbs up man score orlando on facebook and visit us at orlando.score.org and when you go to one of those classes or seminars over there who knows you might run into colonel burns and once again it's been an honor thank, and a privilege yeah thank it you is. very much really. for the opportunity to come on yeah, i'll tell colonel a lot of night. information yeah. thank, thank you yeah thank absolutely you. so once again thanks for tuning in this week and please tell your friends and family about us and we'll be back next week with more of what's the score see ya Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.